Unincorporated or their management. scratchy throat but i'm okay actually no scratchy throat but just a wonderful monday happy monday to everyone welcome back to another edition of uncle devin's radio talk show here on 1450 a.m uh in the silver spring area it is a wonderful it's just an honor to be back here with you and i am your host uncle devin the children's drum cushionist and this show is dedicated to educating and helping to educate teachers, parents, and guardians within the urban community about the importance that music and art plays in a child's development and how you can take back control of what your children are listening to. Um, Try to get rid of what I call music adultification. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the adultification even further with one of my guests coming up shortly. But music adultification is when we force our children to listen to inappropriate adult music instead of age appropriate and culturally relevant music uh and it's something that we can change as a children's artist that's what i do i'm the the owner and the main musician for the uncle devin show which is an interactive musical experience for children that uses drums and percussion to cultivate their minds sort of a dynamic cross between dc's trouble funk and schoolhouse rock so uh hello to everyone following us on uh, Facebook. Good to see you. If you have some questions, send us there. And let me also make sure that you know that today's show is brought to you by 15-year-old Alexa Givens, who will be in concert this Friday, September 27, 2019, at the Bender JCC Krieger Auditorium. That's located at 6125 Montrose Road, Rockville, Maryland, at 8 p.m. Come see Alexa's full-length concert performing songs from her debut CD, Back to You, and other great classics. For ticket information, go to Alexa Givens, Alexa Givens, that's G-I-V-E-N-S, Alexa's A-L-E-X-A, AlexaGivens.com. Now, me and my wife are going to be there this Friday, and we have two pair of tickets to give away for you to be there as well. Immediately following the show, we will post specific questions from Alexa's interview on our show a few weeks ago, along with a link to the podcast from that show. The first two people to answer the questions correctly will win uh, a pair of tickets to Alexa's performance this Friday night. Uh, so immediately following the show, you can go to face go to our Facebook page at Uncle Devin Show. That's Facebook page at Uncle Devin Show, and uh, or you can visit our Twitter page at Uncle Devin uh, to post your responses. So that's going to be right at the end of the show. So make sure you stay with us and we'll make sure uh, that we will take care of that for you. Now, today, uh, I am honored and and privileged to have uh, a young lady that I've known for years. Um, When you say that, um, you know, we know people get into different things at different times, but uh, and it may be just for a season. Uh, her passion is part of what she does every day in her, of her life. And that is uh, finding ways to help uh, change the condition for, ch- for youth and children everywhere, but primarily for our black girls and our black teenagers. Um, I've had the opportunity to have her uh, sit in with a, a jazz group I had back in the day, um, the Sense of Urgency Band, and she came in and did her thing. She's known as the Hip Hop Mama. 
And also today she's going to be uh, representing a onecommonunity.org, an organization that I'm going to have her explain a little bit more. So I'd like to welcome to the Uncle Devin Show, the one and only Melissa Prince's Best. Welcome to the Uncle Devin Show. Hey, Devin. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How about yourself? I'm cool, and I'm cool, and I got some students in my students in my room, so I'm doing double doing double oh, time great. Um, on the radio, and and got and, and got students oh. um, listening to some music as we speak. Well, you know what? It's never a problem with that. I had one guest that said, "Look, I had to bring my babies in the studio." I said, "Well, this show is about children, so we gotta have to have them around." So, more than welcome. Oh, That's yeah. not a, not a problem. Well, first of all, let me say that I've been following you. Uh, we've been following each other for years, but I love the the, the number of posts, affirmations, um, information that you provide, especially to black mothers um, and about how we can help and impact black girls. But you do so many, so much, so many different things. Tell the listening audience a little bit about yourself. First of all, I know you've been living in the D.C. area. I don't know if you grew up here. I can't remember if you grew up here or not. Tell a little bit about mm-hmm. your background. Well, yeah, I mean, I was born, I, I was born partially, in, uh, born in D.C., partially raised in D.C., but my family is from um, North Carolina. Oh, okay, yes. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, but so um, for me, it's kind of like, what you, you, you want, um, what do you want people to know? Like, well, just, yeah, uh, well, just a little bit just about, background. I mean, yeah, in terms of your musical background, now you call, you call yourself the oh. hip hop mama. How did you get to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. That, that phase? Well, so the I, well, I used to go by the name. Uh, I used to go by the name Princess of Controversy, mm-hmm. um, and then um, at some point when I became a mother, um, it sort of shifted, mm-hmm. and um, it, and it it became about it became about that I needed to tell the stories that women were not talking about um, when it came to after they had children. Yes. it was like I, I learned a lot of lessons after having my daughter that I felt like women should share, particularly in like hip hop or like, you know, popular music. Right. Yeah, right. And right. so, um, and so with that being said, it shifted from princess of controversy to the hip hop mama, because like hip hop was hip hop was a, the, one of the most fast spreading ways to mm-hmm. use music as a vehicle, mm-hmm. especially if we wanted to get a message to younger, younger people. And for me, mom, you know, because I kind of fall right in the middle when it comes to girls, yes. um, it was just, a, you know, I began remixing a lot of songs that were popular. I mean, you know, nowadays it would be like, you know, a Cardi B or, I mean, mm-hmm. some, you know, those who follow like Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and I would remix the those songs and talk about relevant topics that had to do with girls, you right. know, whether it was like shame or, um, you know, things that they might be dealing with in relationships that they might not otherwise listen to yeah. uh, an, an elder person speaking about unless it was in a format that they could really receive. Right. Absolutely. And I even appreciate that about hip hop and, you know, one of the things that I've, you know, I guess we both grew up on the, in the hip hop era, but the, one of the most frustrating parts about hip hop is uh, the lack of uh, visibility for women in hip hop in the messages that they had. Um, they they, mm-hmm. they were there, but they didn't get the visibility. They didn't get the the type of contracts. And recently, I was um, at a uh, Cleveland baseball game. I don't say the last name because it's similar to the football team here. I don't use the the our Native Americans in disparaging uh, ways, but I went to a Cleveland mm-hmm. game, and at the end of the game, they had a hip hop um, fireworks, and so they were playing mm-hmm. all old, it was old school hip hop, and they were playing all the old school hip hop. But I don't think not one of the songs that they played was by any of our our, our female artists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, 
talk about that, even being an artist yourself. What struggles did well have you encountered? And and I know you've overcome, but what 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 type of struggles have you uh, have you encountered? Um, you know, taking on this genre of hip hop and trying to get your word out. Well, I think you know, I more more so than a struggle. I think it's I think the the, the biggest struggle is about deciding what type of artist that you are. Right. You know, and for me, I think that that was the biggest thing. What I had to realize was that while I'm a hip hop artist, I'm really a public speaker who uses hip hop as right. a vehicle. Right. So that's very very different. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you are an artist that is focused on um, completely like you know the business side of of, of selling records. Um, then your motivation for why you do music will be different. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You're right. But I knew that, but so when, for me, what I had to do was understand that my expectation could not be the same for music when my, when my intention wasn't the same. Right. Right. So my intention with music was to use it as a vehicle for a message. So when I, when I honored that, then I had less, uh, resistance with myself about what I was creating okay. because I still wanted it to be, I still wanted it to be fly. I still wanted it, mm-hmm. to, be, it to be relevant, mm-hmm. but I was like, well, to be honest, the music that I make, it may or may not be played in a club, Yes, but, but, it, but I can use it from a speech platform. Exactly. I can use it in an educational conference. Right. I can use it. And I, and I, when I started doing that, I started seeing the different ways in which the music could get out there mm-hmm. um, independently. Um, you know, I could use remixes because you can use those for educational purposes Right. because my purpose was about, my purpose was about the message. Mm-hmm. So I think that a lot of times people struggle because because they, they struggle with trying to figure out what kind of artist they want to be. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. What, what kind of artist they want to be. So that's the first part. Okay. And, then I, and then I think um, as women, I think I know with being the hip hop mama, it, it, it's really about how do you, you know, how do you get creative and how do you become, how do you, how do you make something fly that's a part of people's everyday life that sometimes they might not necessarily want to think about? Like, you know, yeah, like I, have a, like I said, I have, a, I have a song called Shameless. Who yes. wants to think about shame all the time, yes. right? Mm-hmm. However, if you can find a creative way to rap about it, yes. you know what I mean, that, that, I, you know, that has people identify, you know, now that what I'll say is that's not the song that people are going to go to yep. when, they're ready to, when they're ready to dance. Right. And that's okay. Right. You know, and that's... What we have to honor is that that that's okay, mm-hmm. but but there's a time when a person's gonna need to be uplifted that's right. from you know something that they're going through, and and if we don't make that music, where do they go? Absolutely. Where do they get that? Absolutely. And so while we're on that topic, if someone does want to get in contact with you or listen to your music, what's the best way for them to do so? Oh, so uh, so a couple of different ways. I mean, I'm an avid social media person, so yes. they can follow me at. Princess Best Speaks, or if they're looking up Hip Hop Mama, it is spelled all one word, Hip Hop, and then Mama spelled like how I thought Mama was spelled back in the day, <laughs> M-O-M-M-M, I mean M-O-M-M-A, mm-hmm. so, they, um, so that's Hip Hop Mama. Um, I'm on Facebook as well under uh, Hip Hop Mama uh, Princess Best. Um, and I believe on Twitter at PB underscore Speaks, although I'm not really on Twitter much, but, um, and, and, um, Website is under construction, um, but they also, if they, you know, with this latest thing, which I know we'll get into, um, yes. they can also find more information on One Common Unity's website, which is uh, 
onecommonunity.org. Yes. Um, and then there's um, and then slash intention because they, that's where you'll find the music for mis, uh, misintention, which is our latest where we're talking about uh, criminalization of black girls in schools and um, and how we're you know advocating for the uh, mental health of young people you know yes. inside of schools. In fact, I do want to focus a lot of time on onecommonunity.org and mm-hmm. and knowing that you work there wasn't any surprise because it seemed like it's a perfect marriage between the work that you do and the work that I see uh, that that they do. What is One Common Unity? So One Common Unity is a, it's a nonprofit organization that um, their mission is is, is to uh, break cycles of violence and to build healthy, compassionate communities through the transformative power of music, arts, and peace education. Okay. And basically what that looks like is they uh, we use five different pillars in mm-hmm. order to break that down. So we use arts expression, right, because mm-hmm. we know that arts is the first line, even though people, you know, when we talk about people talk about STEM and they talk about what, what's needed first, usually art is the conduit to get people interested in other things. Yes. So we start with arts expression. And I like then that. from that, we move, we move to social-emotional learning, SEL, um, which deals all with, like, relationships relationship with self, uh, management of self, building relationships, so that, that a whole consciousness and awareness piece. From that, we move into um, social justice, um, a social justice, and, and as people care about themselves and understand how to manage themselves, then they also start to share and want to look at the deeper context of what's going on in their communities mm-hmm. and how once they become once they become grounded in themselves, they want to help. We look at health and wellness, not just from the physical aspects, but physical, mental, um, emotional, spiritual, all those different levels. Um, and then environmental leadership. So how you take it out, um, how you how you go from the inside out. So we work with the inner, um, with young people, and then um, coach them through the process of finding it and then for them to be able to lead it going forward. Right. And, and also we, we look at the... Uh, the children inside of the adults no. that are, you know, especially within our schools, like, you know, yes. the, uh, the child, you know, your, your, your inner child. We work, sure. with, we work with that as well. Well, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you have a moment, we'll take a quick break. We got uh, 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 come back and I want to talk a little bit more about uh, the one piece. And I saw your video today called um, uh, intention, not detention. Mm-hmm. I thought uh-huh. that. Oh was yeah, the campaign. The campaign, not detention. And I want to talk a little bit more about the campaigns that you, you all are doing at One Common Unity. And uh, th- you're listening to my guest uh, Melissa Prince's best here on the Uncle Devin Show on 1450 AM. We're going to take a very quick break, and we're going to come right back with Sister Princess in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Uncle Devin Show here on WOL 1450 AM. Uh, It is an honor to be back here with you. And my show is one dedicated to helping to eradicate what I call music adultification. Uh, That's where we force our children to listen to inappropriate uh, uh, adult music instead of age appropriate and culturally relevant music. And as a children's music artist, I'm I'm really concerned with that. My guest on the line right now is um, Melissa Prince's Best. Uh, she is known as the Hip Hop Mama. In fact, you can reach her at hiphopmama.com. 
Um, but you can. She's also representing um, a wonderful organization called One Common Unity. Uh, you can go to onecommonunity.org. I want to uh, thank Felicia online to, who posted it up on our website as well. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit, Melissa, about uh, you know what you say. Um, uh, 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 what did I say? Det- uh, intention, not detention, which is one of the programs mm-hmm. I believe that you all have there. Can you speak a little bit about that? Yeah, so what it is is, so Intention Not Detention came out of the music video um, that we just released. It's called uh, Misintention, and it was very um, it, w- it was very intentionally done. We use the word intention a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and because what we have found, like, in my um, in my work as the hip-hop mama, you know, focusing on, um, you know, my expertise being black girls and women um, of, of all ages, but definitely, um, you know, the expertise being, you know, going from, like, middle school, high school uh, transition um, um, and then the work with One Common Unity, which mm-hmm. focuses on um, the, you know, the empowerment of young people, mm-hmm. you know, through these pillars. What we were finding was that, OK, there was a lot of punitive ways in which young people were being dealt with in schools. And mm-hmm. it could be something as small as, well, somebody thinks that a student has an attitude and then they and, and that was subjective. And so they were being suspended based off of whatever adult was making the decision about how aggressive they felt their behavior was, right? right, right. Um, and so they would either send them, you know, or you that they didn't have a pencil for yes, class, yes. or they came in and they just, you know, they just, you know, whatever, whatever had happened, mm-hmm. they were they were being suspended for things that were not um, were not a threat to the school, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know. And so what we and so the data really showed uh, for one common unity that. Um, what was happening was was that we would you know, we're suspending kids we're de- we're we're putting them in detention and it wasn't improving anything right. it wasn't improving test scores yep. it wasn't improving attendance it wasn't improving behavior mm-hmm. and we know we know that it wasn't because it didn't address what the real root cause was mm-hmm. absolutely so we you know so collectively I was already kind of working on um, projects of that sort and we got the opportunity to uh, put um, to put together Together, some music PSAs mm-hmm. um, that would speak to well. What are some of the protective factors that we can put in place for young people um, for young people that are more restorative, right. Right? right? And one of those factors, one of those factors is having um, one having positive relationships with mm-hmm. an adult in the building when you're in a school. Yes. Another is having a safe space to be able to be yourself, mm-hmm. right? Hence, the, what we have called the intention room. Mm-hmm. And inside of the intention room, like we got students in here right now, but we have intention rooms where there are, you know, students sometimes we recognize by when they get to school, they they still may not be ready for class. Right. 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 Um, and even and, and, and because you work with young, young ones, we were finding that even in elementary school, like, you know, who, whoever heard of elementary school students getting suspended and right. expelled from school? Exactly. I never remember that ever at all in my whole time of schooling yeah. that elementary kids were getting suspended like what 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 are they doing right absolutely that would have them to be put out so we basically said our response is to have a room that has a trained facilitator i'm trained in um, trauma-informed care Mm -hmm. uh social you know social emotional learning Mm -hmm. um and have a space that's therapeutic right Mm -hmm. Right. where they can decompress um and and decompress and you know they may come in they may have tea and snacks 
They may do some SEL activities. We might use music and art therapy to get at the root of what's going on with them so that that then whatever the, the concerns are, are transformed so that then they have a clear, uh, a clear space to then be able to show up in the classroom. Right. And what we were finding was that a lot of young people did not have the space to be able to do that. And with a teacher who has 30 students in a room, they don't always have the capacity to be able to respond as compassionately as they would like. Well, you know, and, and you may be familiar with this, but I know that Georgetown Law uh, has done mm-hmm. a, a number of studies um, and mm-hmm. they reissued another one in May of 2019. Uh, And it says research confirms that black girls feel the sting of adultification bias identified in earlier Georgetown law study. Now, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you heard me say that my I've kind of I borrowed their term of adultification and I put music in front of it to say that Mm -hmm. our children in general are being forced to listen to adult music and not allowed to be Mm -hmm. children by providing Mm -hmm. children appropriate music. But when they used it, they were speaking of the the very thing that you were talking about, how young Mm -hmm. girls um, are viewed. uh, In fact, let me go to some of the. You know, that black girls routinely experience um, this type of bias and that is linked to harsher treatment and higher standards for black girls than their, than their white peers. Um, Absolutely. Uh, and that negative stereotypes of black women as angry, aggressive and hypersexualized are projected onto the black girls. Um, and you have done this. I remember some videos and some music you've done before where you've really dealt with that. Um, mm-hmm. We know what it's like in an institutionalized system of racism in this country, but let's speak about it also even in our own community. What do mm-hmm. do you find that we do the same thing also in our community uh, to our girls? Do we treat them differently? Oh, do we treat the boys? How would you how would you address that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, a lot of that work that Georgetown Law is doing. I want to give a big shout out to uh, Dr. Monique Morris, who who put out the the movie called uh, Push Out, the film. She um, that that work itself. Um, I believe she worked in tandem with them in some ways, which also inspired the music video that we did. But the work that um, the work that we had done prior, um, like that, that was something that was very close to my heart, which was why I wrote my book, My Bars Heal Scars, The Wound Prints of Healing the Girl Within, because it speaks specifically about the adultification process. Wonderful. So one, one of the where where we have certain projections, mm-hmm. um, it starts out like this. Okay, uh, a, a black woman becomes pregnant, and somebody says, oh, what are you having? Oh, I'm having a girl. Mm, you're going to have problems. Mm, Watch wow. when they get to be a teenager. Oh, they're going to be smelling themselves. Ooh. And so it's a cultural context mm-hmm. that's associated with having a black girl before she even is born, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and that we, that, we, that, that we, we may take as very, very innocent, mm-hmm. but what ends up happening is, is that we end up projecting that from a very young age. So by the time she's born at age four, when she's exploring her body and perhaps doing a shake or a dance, mm-hmm. the first thing that we say, is, Mm-mm, you know, you know, cr- you know, cross your legs, or, you know, p- put your butt in, do, you know, yeah. don't do this. Don't do that. Because at four, we're adultifying her natural childlike behavior mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. For, for her to be expressed. All children like to move. That's right. They like to shake their bodies. Right. But it's the idea that when we see a little black girl do it, what what it makes us think, yes. right? Okay. And that comes from a deeper past cultural context of 
adultifying black women's bodies mm-hmm. uh, or seeing black women's bodies as unrapeable, mm-hmm. you know, from a, and so with that being said, like, so those are those deeper contexts that, that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the time she becomes a teenager, then in a lot of cases, what we have with a lot of our young girls, I know I deal with this with a lot of my young girls now where they're the surrogate parents. And yes. that's what we show in the that there. So a lot of young girls happen to have a lot of what we would consider adult responsibilities mm-hmm. at an age before they're an actual adult. Yes. So because of that, what happens is, is that we um, we assume that because they have those responsibilities and respond like that as an adult for those particular responsibilities, that then we dismiss that they have that they are capable of having childlike responses wow. or behaviors. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And so we take so we so we take that. So when we take that out, we no longer see black girls as innocent, right? So, so yeah, we see yeah. them as these we, we see them as these creatures that should know better. Right. That should not do when 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 in reality they're responding very, very age appropriate. Exactly. And and do me one thing. Mm-hmm. Um Mention your book again and how someone can get your book. Oh, absolutely. So it's called My Bars, B-A-R-Z, like rap bars, right? My Bars Heal Scars, The Wound Print to Heal the Girl Within. And they can actually get that on my band camp page, which is uh, Hip Hop Mama, again, M-O-M-M-A, um, dot, um, dot bandcamp.com. Um, it's $20, and they can get that on the site. Also, too, if, I mean, if, again, if they're following me on Instagram, I mean, I have posts about that. And when once we conclude the show, I will put up a link on my um, my Instagram. Instagram and Facebook so that they can um, so that they can access it when they get the book what they also get is a downloadable album mm-hmm. that allows them to listen to the um, so we talk about music fusion they'll have the book but they'll have the music and what they do is they play the music and then they read along in the book mm-hmm. so that they can see these stories where we where we're talking about mm-hmm. the experiences of what's happening for girls and women yes. while they're listening to the music so that they understand oh this is why she chose to use uh, whatever Cardi B yes. uh, remix. So this is why, and, and and for those, especially for adults who don't listen to you know that you know that type of music. Absolutely, absolutely. And mm-hmm. the other thing you mentioned um, was Dr. Monique W. Morris, and there's a documentary called Push Out: The Criminalization mm-hmm. of Black Girls in Schools, and it's a documentary that she she produced. Uh, um, uh, filmed by Monique Horace and Women in the Room Productions encourages a robust conversation about how to reduce the criminalization of black girls in our nation's um, learning environments. And so mm-hmm. um, I want to push that uh, tremendously. But also One Common Ground, that's uh, that's a nonprofit organization. Is that correct? Yes, One Common Unity. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. one, <laughs> one Common Unity. Um, how mm-hmm. can someone make a donation to One Common Unity if they choose to? So they can go to the website. It actually, um, so they can go to www. One spelled out the, the word one common unity. Make sure they don't put community, but one yes. common unity. Org. Um, and then there's a specific page where they, if they want to donate to the campaign, um, they can download the album. I mean, I'm sorry, download the. Uh, the audio track in, um, intention, not detention, or they can just donate to the organization itself because that money goes to help 
um, us put on showcases to continue programming and also to facilitate setting up intention rooms uh, across D.C. And hopefully the goal is to go national and international where um, you have you have lots of uh, schools right now that are creating peace rooms, mm-hmm. but they don't necessarily have trained, uh, a trained, you know, facilitated performer that runs the room that as a therapeutic, uh, therapeutic space. And luckily, well, you know, we right now we are at uh, Eastern, um, we're at Eastern High School and uh, Dunbar High School. So big shout out to those high schools. In fact, and, and also uh, Roosevelt. Okay. I'm going to ask you to hold one quick moment. I know you may have to go, but give me one moment. I got to take another quick break and then we'll get the, the rest of the information on the other side of the break, if you don't mind. Can you can you hang on oh, just sure, a couple definitely. more minutes? Okay, well, you listen to the Uncle Devin show uh, here on WOL 1450. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, you're listening to Uncle Devin's talk show on WOL 1450 AM, and we're having a wonderful conversation. Um, uh, my show is dedicated to helping parents, teachers, and guardians within the urban community and, um, really understand the importance that music and art plays in a child's development. And really, I think even talking with my, my, my guest on the, on the line right now is uh, Melissa Prince's Best. And what we really are talking about is how our children are not allowed to be children. By no fault of their own, they're not allowed to be children, whether it's uh, girls that are given initial uh, a lot of early responsibility, whether it's our boys when, you know, the music that they're that we all are forced to listen to at a young age. Um, And and I say this because as a children's music artist, um, you know, I make a living doing uh, children's shows. I work in schools. I work in uh, I do libraries, museums. And the one thing about that, I, one thing about it that I find out is that um, a large part of those that actually do the hiring are not within my own community. And the concept and the idea that I would just dedicate an art form just to children is so foreign that I can't even tell you how many doors are shut in my face by many of our executives in our uh television and radio networks uh, because they just don't understand uh, the, the, the idea of how this works. And yet, when you look at Walt Disney, when you look at Nickelodeon, when you go to the Exum radio stations and listen to those, um, those radio programs dedicated to children, very few times do they play music that's reflective of our community. So I've helped to create our very own and one of the first national children's music radio stations called I Am We Nation. It's the first 24-7 online music radio station with the urban twist. You're going to hear music that is appropriate that you can listen to 24-7. Uh, that's I Am We Nation with two E's dot com. And you'll be able to hear more about that. And and so let me also, before I go back to my guests real quick, uh, let me just say that um, for those who generally have been listening to us uh, through uh, 95.9 FM, uh, we will no longer, uh, you can no longer be able to find us on that station. We are strictly going to be 1450 AM. So this is WOL 1450 AM. Just do some changes that, that no longer is going to be 95.5, um, uh, 95.9 that is, uh, FM. Uh, and you'll be able to catch us there. And then also, let me just remind us that um, uh, today's show, uh, let me go back to my sponsor, uh, information. Uh, today's show is brought to you by 15-year-old Alexa Givens, 
who will be in concert this Friday, September 27th, 2019, at the Bender JCC Krieger Auditorium. That's at 6125 Montrose Road, Rockville, Maryland, at 8 p.m. Come see Alexa's full-length concert performing songs from her debut CD, Back to You, and other classics. For ticket information, go to alexagivens.com. Now, me and my wife are going to be there, and and we have two pair of tickets to give away for you to be there as well. Immediately following the show, we will post specific questions, which really two specific questions from Alexa's interview on our show a few weeks ago, along with the link to the podcast. Uh, The first two people to answer the questions correctly will win two tickets or to well, we win a pair of tickets to Alexa's performance this Friday night. So immediately following our show, go to Facebook, uh, go to our Facebook page at uncle Devin show, or visit me, uh, visit my Twitter page at uncle Devin to post your responses. Uh, so let me go back. Uh, and, and, and Prince, I, I know you got the students in the class, so I don't want to take too much of your time, but I want to go back and talk a little bit more about what you were saying with a common, uh, a one common, um, unity. One common unity. Yeah, uh-huh. and I, and, I th- I, and actually, when I first saw it, I thought that was done intentionally. I love that word, "come unity." I, I, I was like, okay, we've created. <laughs> but um, talk. Go ahead yeah. and continue to talk a little bit more about um, how people can get in contact with you and how people can use your services. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I, well, I was basically saying that we have intention rooms set up, and our goal is to set up intention rooms in other schools. Right now, we um, we have. Um, uh, intention room set up in Eastern High School, Dunbar High School. Um, we're uh, growing it, and um, and I believe Roosevelt. Um, so as far as um, as far as contacting me, so there. I mean, so I do a lot of different things surrounding again the wellness of girls and women, mother daughter relationships. Um, you know, self care, uh, self uh, self care, self management, um, wholeness and healing. Um, so people can if people can get in contact with me at Princess Best Speaks with an S on the end at gmail.com. Um, and they can also follow me on Instagram at Princess Best Speaks or on Facebook, which is the same thing. Princess Best Speaks, uh, the hip hop mama, hip hop mama spelled M O M M A. If they want to get in contact with One Common Unity in, in anything that regards uh, setting up intention rooms, learning how to be a part of the intention, not detention campaign, or other um, youth arts expression work, then they can contact info at one spelled out one common unity dot org or they can visit the website www.onecommonunity.org um, and there'll be a special page dedicated to uh, missing um, to the in, um, intention not detention uh, campaign so that's um, so that's ways that they can um, that they can get in contact and I'll just encourage my listening audience that we know that there are a lot of issues going on in our community and there are a lot of people that will talk about the problem. Um, but one way to be a part of the solution is to support organizations like uh, like this. Support uh, sisters uh, like uh, like princes uh, who who are dedicating their lives. And and we know that it doesn't come. That we we we're not filthy rich getting through this. This is just something that we do out of the love and passion for our community. So please support them. Uh, please um, yeah. reach out to them. And more importantly, they have a lot of young people um, who do music. Buy their music. Yeah. And I think that that's what I was going to say, Devin, when you were speaking um, earlier about um, 
about the, you being one of the, you know, the mm-hmm. only uh, stations that w- one of the things that is really great about what you do and intersects with what I do as well is that um, the unfortunate but fortunate thing about the type of music that we make is that we get the opportunity to let people know that there's a need. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So what happens is a lot of times the reason why a lot of young people or, or, or older people um, do not. Uh, follow in the footsteps of what we're doing is because you're blazing a path that is less traveled. Yes. So, for instance, when I looked at, again, the reason why I became the Hip Hop Mama was because many of the women who I admired or the women in the game, once they had children, they stopped doing music. Yes. And I started and, and, and I started seeing the trend was because they didn't have the support that they needed to continue facilitating being good mothers as well as doing music. They didn't mm-hmm. have that. They didn't have the right support set up. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and so oftentimes, particularly for female artists, is that it's not that we don't like them. Mm-hmm. It's that we just we don't necessarily like them enough to put our dollars behind them or to even understand what support is needed right. to make sure that they're going. Right. You know, that they're that they're moving forward. So we'll, so someone might look at my video and say, I like that. Yes, right. Yes. And they say, I like that. I like that message. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how they can be a part of the process of igniting support that sustains that mother mm-hmm. who, who could be our talented, super talented artist who decides, well, I can't do it because it's either motherhood or this. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and so we we're missing a lot of our great and talented women who really do who rock like who really do rock yes who really yes. are absolutely talented yes. but because people are not understanding it's like there is a high need for women who rap who sing who are talking about the wellness of girls and women mm-hmm. there is a need we have to support it so that it becomes popular yes right yes. but there's you know but there's a need but what we don't want to do is wait until the numbers of women and girls who are taking their lives yes. who are in severe we don't want to wait till those numbers are under the tanks to then say oh we might need some music like that right you know Absolutely. my goal is to be proactive and say huh as i'm becoming as i became a mother i see the things now that are like at, at my daughter's age at the tender age of 6 then I'm like, oh, we should create something for mm-hmm. this. Right. Oh, that, okay, th- you know, and saying, no, this is important right now. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Know? And, you know, one thing I didn't do earlier was give the number on if someone wanted to call in, but I am going to have to uh, transfer, uh, uh, move to my next guest in just a moment. But before I do that, um, once again, give all the contact information um, on how people can reach you, reach One Common Unity, uh, so that uh, pe- there's no there's no mistake on how people can reach you and and to be able to contribute and help. Sure, absolutely. So again, if you want to uh, either book me or to um, for a performance or speaking engagement um, to come out, you can contact um, the the business line, which is two zero two seven nine eight seven six nine four. I'll give that again. That's two zero two seven nine eight. Seven six nine four, and that's for if you want to contact me directly in terms of the Hip Hop Mama Princess Best um, and the brand. If you are interested at all in finding out more about our intention, not detention campaign, more work about the Fly by Light program or what One Common Unity does, then you can uh, send an email 
to info at onecommonunity.org. Um, and yes, again, that's info at onecommonunity.org. Alternatively, you can also email me at princessbestspeaks at gmail.com. Okay. Princessbestspeaks with an S on the end at gmail.com. Now, I have to speak uh, at the national, uh, well, I'm doing a workshop at uh, a conference called the People of Color Conference, sponsored by the National Association of Independent Schools in December. It's out in Seattle, and it's about six to 7,000 uh, people that get together to focus specifically on um, how and really the best practices uh, for teaching uh, children of color. I'm going to um, purchase your book and I'm going to take your book out there because I want other people to know about the work you're doing, um, um, about the, the research you've done. I'm going to use it as a, a resource. Uh, so I'm, I'm just uh, so I'm publicly saying I'm going to get your book and I'm going to ask my audience if they can, if we can get at least four or five people to commit to purchasing her book. And even if you think you may not be able to use it. Get it to a parent. Get it to a teacher. Um, you know, uh, the, this is the research that to me is life changing. So I want to thank you, um, uh, Princess, for 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 just one of the many years of friendship, but also for the wonderful work that you uh, do and continue to do to, to uplift our community. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And keep doing keep doing what you're doing. I I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and you do also have an open open book. I mentioned that to you offline. But if, if something's coming up and you need to uh, make an announcement or, or whatever the case may be, just give me a call and we'll love to uh, have you come back. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. You've been listening to the one and only Melissa Prince's Best. Uh, she's known as the Hip Hop Mama and also uh, represents One Common Unity. And uh, all the contact information, if um, you're listening online and you couldn't write it down, you can go to my Facebook page and click on the video uh, for this, and uh, all the contact information will will be there. And, um, and, you know, it's one thing that's very dear to me about uh, what she's speaking of, again, is I don't know if we really realize how tragic um, things are uh, related to, uh, you know, not allowing our children to be children. I mean, I, I want us to really reflect on that in just a moment. Nature, God, whatever higher being you, you may recognize, pretty much have set in place that most, most if not all mammals, use the form of play to learn. Play is more than just playing. You're learning social skills. You're learning muscle, uh, how to use your body, how to how to connect. And even the human body, the, whole, the human human brain develops 80 percent of its capacity between zero and five percent. And if we continue to allow our children to listen to what my sister-in-law calls ratchet music um, exclusively, and not provide them with age appropriate music like which is happening in many other communities outside of ours. Um, I, I, I think we will we will begin to if we don't change that, we, we're really going to continue to see the negative uh, decline in our young folks. So uh, that's my little soliloquy for the moment. But we're going to take one other break and then we're going to come back with the guests by popular demand. I had to have her come back this week. Um, we have uh, Robin Ebb with the D.C. Retro Jumpers. And we're going to talk about a recent trip that they went to and they took double Dutch to Russia. Don't go anywhere. 
We will be right back. Welcome back. That was a wonderful, wonderful conversation with my good friend, um, Princess Best. But now, um, you know, we're going to go from one powerful sister to another. Uh, And speaking of having a direct impact on our community, I'm glad and honored to have back uh, on the show uh, Robin Ebb, who, um, okay, Robin Ebb, who is with the DC Retro Jumpers. The Double Dutch Specialist. Welcome back to the Uncle Devin Show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. And I'm going to have you step up a little bit more to the mic so make sure people can hear you. You can lift it up if it's too too low for you. Now, last week, uh, we were here. And first of all, even uh, both of my guests last week, um, uh, Catherine Dilworth from Young Audiences Arts for Learning was absolutely phenomenal. And so I got a lot of calls for, for uh, both uh, or, uh, people that were coming here. But when, when we left the show, we realized that last week we forgot to mention that you just took a very important trip. <laughs> Talk to the audience. Where did you go and who did you go and, and, and who went with you? Well, um, four members of DC Retro Jumpers went to um, to Moscow. We went to Beauregard and we went to St. Petersburg. And we stayed about three days in each place. But, oh, my gosh, just... Going to Russia in, in the beginning, you have your own idea of what mm-hmm. it's going to be like when you go there. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing like what I, what I expected. I mean, they living just like we That's are. Right. I mean, they surviving like we are. They, That's right. They love theater just as much as we do. I may even say to a certain extent, may even be more. And I'm only saying it from a historical standpoint. I don't know if you remember Paul Robeson um when when he talked about that was one of the I mean both Russia or the United you know, I guess it was that time Soviet Union mm-hmm. and the Eastern Bloc of Europe they embraced him so much he had nothing but high praises for 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 that and I can only imagine what you you experienced there now how did that how did the trip come about we we were in the newspaper in the Washington Post mm-hmm. um, in October. This lady from the State Department mm-hmm. saw saw the article, right? And then she contacted us, saying, "Oh my gosh, I could, I would love to take you guys, uh, you know, over mm-hmm. in Russia, um, just to share this joy that mm-hmm. seemingly everybody enjoys." So, yeah. right, wow. And so, what did y'all do there? Now, did, did, were you all teaching double dutch? We taught. We went to an orphanage uh-huh. that I mean, it must have been about forty boys, uh-huh. nothing but boys, uh-huh. and they didn't want to stop. <laughs> Once they got a taste of how you know what they were doing, right? They they took it and I mean it just it went they went berserk with wow. it. I mean they just never wanted to stop. Even the the their, their guardian uh-huh. enjoyed uh-huh. it as much. I mean she didn't she had never jumped double dutch. She everybody had jumped single rope, but they had never jumped with two ropes before. So that was just a oh, new wow. thing on their skill. So so really that was their first time really even seeing double dutch. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. So here y'all are Absolutely. traveling around the world for that. So the uh, you said you took. 
four people. The other three were were, were, were the children or were the youth? No, they, they were all our, our adult. Okay, members. good. My founder, Joy, yes. Joy Jones, mm-hmm. went. My sister, Carlisle mm-hmm. Prince, and mm-hmm. Myron Martin. Okay, yes, wow. So all you to make that trip go. And so you all were there for three days at, at each location. At, yeah, at, at least, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, so this time of year, what, 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 no, actually, when did you all get back? Well, we went there. We went in September. Oh, it okay. It was almost to the day. Wow. One year, like uh, okay. on the 17th, so uh, yeah. And I'm always curious about uh, crazy stuff like this. So when you went, what was the weather like? It was beautiful. Okay. It was almost like it was okay. today and yesterday. And, and normally it's cold there during this time of the year. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, just as we were about to leave, it started to get so cold. And I'm glad we were leaving. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Weather. I'm not a cold weather person. It, it was a beautiful. I mean, the, it was absolutely 85, 90 degrees all day, all the days that we were there. So for those who may not have tuned in last week, tell, talk a little bit about what is the D.C. Retro Jumpers? D.C. Retro Jumpers are a group of women who, local women at that, uh, from D.C., who have taken an art that we love and we have so much passion to teach other kids. Mm -hmm. This same passion is a tradition, it's a history, Mm -hmm. rich history for African Americans. Mm So my thing is I I now want to teach any culture, any any age, any gender. Right. You know, so I want to take this further than just the African American. Yes. uh, uh, Yeah. Experience. Yeah. Huh? Well, you know, a friend of mine who's uh, watching on Facebook right now, she sent me. I mean, after our interv- after your interview last week, she went and did some research, and she she wanted to know more about the history of um, Double Dutch. Now, unfortunately, I don't remember what she said, and she's watching online. So, Carletta, if you still have that article, if you want to post that, that would be great. Um, so, in this area, if someone wants to utilize your services, how do they do that? They can contact me by reaching out to me at. Double Dutch for fun mm-hmm. at gmail.com. That's double Dutch one word, mm-hmm. the number four, for fun at gmail.com. Okay. Now, um, typically, jumping rope for some uh, inappropriate reason has been viewed as just a woman or girl sport. Discuss that. No, this is not just a female mm-hmm. activity. Men started doing the competition before mm-hmm. women even mm. did it. As a matter of fact, I'm reading up on the history of it as well. Okay, good. And, and they said that they wouldn't even allow women to do this because they thought that we would get injured, mm. you know, from us being so frail and that stuff. Wow. But the guys started off the competition. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we picked it up and did our own thing with it. Right. But, um, yeah, the men started this off. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we just put our flair to it. <laughs> and then, of course, we talked a little bit about this, and I spoke with a couple of um, uh, uh, folks who may be in contact with you, especially some senior communities. Oh, yeah, um, I, I love have my, them. my seniors because they, 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 they remember this this as, as a kid and yeah. brings back so many fond men, memories mm-hmm. for them. Right. And I want to keep that same good feeling. I had this Absolutely. one lady, She, um, you could tell she was rigid and she probably was in the service and mm-hmm. she got a chance to jump. Mm-hmm. And she cried, and I thought she had got injured. Right. But she was crying from the joy that she hadn't felt in so long. Mm-hmm. So, so that makes me keep one get get my my seasoned folks in, involved. Absolutely. And, and I always tell them they don't have to jump. Mm-hmm. They can turn. That's right. still another cardiovascular That's workout right. that, that that they'll get. I think that you know it may be a good idea that in in, in order for a child to get on a computer or on a laptop or one of these games, they should be required to jump rope. 
for at least a half hour. For every half hour they jump, they get a, a whatever equivalent time of uh, you know of play uh, on the, on that. Because to me, first of all, double dutch. Of course, you require two people where you, you you're kind of turning the ropes alternately um, in, in your hands. But even then, um, they can translate that into uh, doing single. You know where they jump and rope on their own, so you don't. You know, but but to me, I just think that that's a that's a great um, experience, and and like you say, it brings people back. But like we were talking about with princes, we are denying a lot of our children these activities that, like you say, what would be fond memories, whereas nothing more than pure fun. And for me, it's not always about the money. I carry my ropes everywhere I go because there's always an opportunity to teach a kid how to jump double dutch. I throw them in my bags. Mm -hmm. I'll find somebody who know how to turn, mm -hmm. and I'll get this thing going. And before I know it, they want more of it, right. or, or or someone else will see it, and then there's another referral. Right. So so just to you know, I keep my ropes with me everywhere I go. Well, I'm just impressed, and I'm so happy to hear about that trip. Um, and if for though anyone else that's listening, um, I think it's a great way to do an exchange program where you will contact them uh, and they can go over and share this wonderful exercise with uh, other people and maybe have other countries come here. I mean, that's how we build. That's how we break down borders and break down walls instead of building. them. Absolutely. I think that's the most important thing. So how can someone reach you if they need to? Contact me at email double dutch for fun. That's one word. Double dutch the number four, fun at gmail.com. Okay. And don't be surprised you see her coming around even more. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love to be able to open uh, the show up um, and being able to have different people uh, come before you because it's really about the community and um, and the work that she's doing, um, you know, and, and the work that we both have done as well. But the work she's been doing in particular uh, is just marvelous. So I know we didn't get a chance to spend a lot of time uh, today, but I just wanted to make sure you came back and just let people know that you all are world travelers now. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're taking a rope around the world. Well, thank you again for coming in. Thank you. Um, and please make sure, you know, your churches, your matter of fact, I, I want to I think we said this before. I want to see some of the fraternities and sororities. I want to let's have a jump rope competition. Uh, wouldn't wonder which one would be best. I don't want to know. I ain't going to mention any names. Or anything. I'm not in a fraternity, but if you're in one of the Greek organizations or if your churches want to have a competition, get in contact with the D.C. Retro Jumpers. Um, now, before we leave, I want to highlight once again uh, that today's show is sponsored by a 15 year old. Uh, Alexa Givens. And I want to just keep emphasizing that um, uh, because th this is what the whole show is about. It's about elevating and highlighting our young people. Uh, Alexa is, has a marvelous voice. Uh, and she will be in concert this Friday, September 27th, 2019, at the Bender JCC Krieger Auditorium. That's at 6125 Montrose Road in Rockville, Maryland at 8 p.m. Come see Alexa's full-length concert performing songs from her debut CD, Back to You, and other classics. For ticket information, go to alexagivens.com. Now, me and my wife will be there this Friday, and we have two pairs of tickets to give away uh, right at 1 p.m. Uh, or really, 101 p.m. Go to the Uncle Devin Show page. Uh, we will have two questions from when Alexa was a guest on my show. Uh, and we will have the podcast there. All you have to do is just listen uh, for, to the podcast, answer to be one of the first two people to uh, send us a text or sorry, send us a message on Facebook or, in, uh, or, or Twitter. 
and the tickets are yours. So won't you come and join us? And then also tickets are half price for children uh, uh, at the show on Friday. So we want to see a lot of people come out. And this is what we we need to do is, is invest in our young folks so we can take a little time, come out, hear some wonderful singing and support what Alexa is doing. So thank you again for tuning in. I want to thank um, Melissa Princess Best, the hip hop mama and common uh, one common unity for uh, being a guest. And again, also Robin Ebb with DC Retro Jumpers. Thank you very much. And you're listening to Uncle Devin's show coming to you every Monday from one uh, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And just remember, life is a drum, so beat it.